You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome now to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Monday, June 15th, 2020. We hope that all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and buckled in and ready because, again, today is June 15th, which means that one month from today is July 15th, and in case you forgot, July 15th is the deadline for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys to get a long-term deal done ahead of the 2020 season. If Dak and the Cowboys do not have a long-term deal done by July 15th, they will have no option. He will have to play the 2020 season under the franchise tag. If he plays at all, obviously Le'Veon Bell uh, is an example that many people will cite. Uh, so we've got another month's worth of takes. So get ready and prepare yourself. Um, it, it should be fun and it should be interesting. By the way, on the subject of things you may have forgotten, I know that that's uh, what the girls are getting into later today on Girls Talking Boys. Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray, they'll be going over things that, that maybe we all forgot and I know this offseason has felt in some ways like it's flown by and in other ways like you know it's taken forever but uh, Kelsey and Meg hitting on some things that you might have forgotten over the course of the last few months. I wanted to talk about a bit of a hypothetical today um, and this has been discussed before. I know we've talked about it in different off seasons but it's that time because you know the month of June generally and the first part of July up till that franchise tag deadline that is typically the slowest time in an NFL offseason. This is generally when players and teams and coaches and front office figures, etc., uh, take vacations, and so this is where my brain is allowed to uh, to have its most fun, its most sort of what if uh, type thought. And um, so I wrote about this, should be out later today on Monday at the site, bloggingtheboys.com. Remember, by the way, to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed where you get two episodes every single day. You get access to all of our different shows. It's a lot of fun, lots of different personalities, uh, lots of different people, all in one neat and compact place. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. We are everywhere. If you need a link, hit me up at RJ Ochoa on Twitter or Instagram. You can also email me, rj.com. Ochoa at SBNation.com. So, like I said, I wrote about this subject. I wanted to get into it with you. So, uh, grab a seat. Come on, sit down. Let's talk about it. If you could add one player from every NFC East team, every non Cowboys NFC East team, to the Dallas Cowboys, who would it be? Now, a little bit of rules, all right? And, you know, I know last week ESPN had their hypothetical that pissed some people off off all right espn redrafted the whole nfl people were not happy 
our hypothetical is not as you know out there uh but the rules are i i did enjoy one rule because if you're talking hypotheticals you've, you've got to open the parameters right and one hypothetical detail that espn had was that contracts were not involved so contracts are not an issue here if you want player x but you're like man he's too expensive blah blah don't worry about it contracts do not matter in this hypothetical all right the other key you know is we're obviously talking about the way things stand in 2020 you can't say i want prime whatever i want future whatever no we're talking about who those players are in the here and now and you are adding them to the dallas cowboys roster as it currently stands now Philadelphia Eagles probably have the second most talented roster in the NFC East outside of the Dallas Cowboys, who I think you and I both believe have the, the most talented roster. And so there are, I think, a handful of places you could go here. Um, there, I think there are really only two places. Um, Zach Ertz comes to mind and is an option. But I don't know, like if, if we added Zach Ertz to the Cowboys roster as it currently stands, are they that much better? And I am a huge fan of Zach Ertz. All right, big fan of the Ertzes in general. Julie Ertz is awesome as well. But I just, I mean, if Zach Ertz were on the Cowboys instead of Blake Jarwin, I think we're all still saying, well, what about this defense? You know what I mean? Um, there's no denying that Zach Ertz is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Certainly way better than Blake Jarwin. But the defense would still be an issue. And, you know, we've all been saying forever, well, the Cowboys need to focus, you know, and pay attention to the defensive tackle position because look at what Fletcher Cox does to them. They need to go find, you know, somebody like Fletcher Cox. They really have to do that. Why not just go get Fletcher Cox? <laughs> I mean, like, if, if you can do that, if that's the game, why not add Fletcher Cox? I think that's the easiest answer of this. Although, actually, there might be an easier one. Um, maybe that's a bit of a spoiler. But I think Fletcher Cox is, without question, the Philadelphia Eagles player that you want to add to the 2020 Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, it, it has been nice, certainly, to see the Cowboys pay attention to that position. Obviously, they signed Joe McCoy and on Terry Poe, and then they drafted Neville Gallimore. They do also technically have Tristan Hill returning for his second year after being taken in the second round last year. So, I mean, the more the merrier, right? I mean, who who else? I mean, who who else on that Eagles team, that, that you know, the current Eagles team, would you rather add to the current Cowboys team than Fletcher Cox? I have a hard time finding a better answer, um, which is why that, that is my answer. Fletcher Cox, put him on the Cowboys and that would be a lot of fun. And then, you know, this is also kind of a two birds, one stone thing. Then you don't have to play against Fletcher Cox and that would be a lot of fun uh, and a great sigh of relief uh, at least two times a year. So uh, the Eagles, uh, you know, sorry, Fletcher, uh, or sorry, Eagles rather, uh, Fletcher now a Dallas Cowboy in this hypothetical. Now, moving on to the New York Giants. This one I thought was the most or this one was the most debated when I was writing the article and I was, you know, looking at different names and things like that. And the first place my mind went to, if I'm being honest, was Evan Ingram. That's just the first place that, that my brain naturally jumped to. And, you know, on, you know, I know Kelsey and Meg are going to get into things you kind of forgot. Can you believe Evan Ingram's entering his fourth year in the NFL? That just flew by. Uh, but, you know, I thought, man, imagine adding this not that Zach Ertz isn't, but this dynamic athletic tight end, you know, to the Cowboys instead of Blake Jarwin, whatever. And I know that some people are saying, well, Blake Jarwin's dynamic and athletic and you know, maybe he will be, you know, on a consistent basis, but Evan Ingram would be fun. But I just, I think that, and speaking for myself, I think, I think I overevaluate Evan Ingram a lot in thinking about him. And I think part of that stems from, um, in one of my dynasty leagues, I have Evan Ingram on that squad. And so maybe, you know how that goes. Like if a guy's on your fantasy team, you just kind of like inherently have a bias towards them. And so thinking more about it, 
I still don't think that Evan Ingram is, or I rather, I don't think that Evan Ingram is the pick if you're picking a Giants player to put on the Cowboys. Obviously, you have to take Cooper Rush. Uh, but in all seriousness, and, and to be fair, to be fair, not to be fear. Um, do you remember No Fear, the brand? Man, those are some good times. But I thought about Will Hernandez. Um, but I just, I mean, if you have the opportunity to, add, and you could add, you know. Lane Johnson, if you really want to, you know what I mean? Like you, you could, you could add offensive linemen, but I don't think that that makes a big enough dent kind of like Zach Ertz. And so thinking more about it and thinking about what the Cowboys need, obviously they need help at defensive tackle, which is why I chose Fletcher Cox for the Eagles. And, you know, you think about it, Leonard Williams is a New York giant. Remember, uh, the Cowboys <laughs> thought about trading for Leonard Williams themselves, uh, up until the giants did it. And that would have been, uh, you know, maybe we wouldn't have had to have played this game if that had ultimately, uh, shaken out that way. But, uh, the player that I think if I'm adding any New York giants player to the Cowboys, Dexter Lawrence is a name that maybe people will throw out, but I'm going to go Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson again, not Fletcher Cox, but a defensive tackle that we can work with. We can figure this thing out. We can move forward with uh, into the future. And so I like that pick a lot. And again, I think this says kind of we, – we know if you – if right now we talked about what the weakest points of the Cowboys roster was, I think our number one and two answers would be defensive tackle and the secondary. And, you know – I don't. I mean, I don't think that New York or Philly have secondary players worth taking. Um, so that's why you know I'll take Fletcher Cox and Dalvin Tomlinson. Now, I said that Fletcher Cox was the easiest answer, and I lied because the easiest answer is when it comes to Washington, there is only one answer, and it is Chase Young. I don't know what that says about the rest of the players on that team. Um, Deron Payne is obviously an interesting answer, but again, that speaks to what the Cowboys need in the interior of their defensive line. But if you could put Chase Young on the Cowboys, opposite of Demarcus Lawrence, dude, I'm, you know, I mean, like that's why I'm saying it's it's not close. It's it's by far the easiest slam dunk sort of answer. Um, so that you know, there you go. Um, I think it's it's a little bit interesting if you play the game having to add an offensive player uh, because then if that's the rule, then I am adding Zach Ertz and then I am probably adding Evan Ingram and then I might be adding Terry McLaurin um, from Washington, maybe. Uh, we did interview Terry McLaurin, by the way, at the Super Bowl. That is way deep in your Blog and the Boys podcast feed. If you want to go back and listen to that interview, you certainly can. Uh, the Blog and the Boys podcast feed is your home for all Blog and the Boys audio programming. Make sure, once again, to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. What players from every NFC East team would you put on the Dallas Cowboys? Let me know. I'm on Twitter at RGOCHOA, also at RGOCHOA on the gram. DMs are open if you uh, want to give me a shout. Like I said, you can email me, rj.ochoa at SBNation. Com. New episode of Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey and Meg coming your way later today. They're going to remind you of all the things that you forgot about this offseason. We, of course, have you covered all week long for the best Dallas Cowboys coverage on the internet at bloggingtheboys.com. Do me a huge favor. Have the absolute best Monday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. 
Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.